Welcome back everyone to this week's finance focus market update. Today I'm going to be looking at the general trend in the markets right now, so how the indexes have been behaving uh, with a particular focus on banks. Let's start with a general overview of the markets. So if we just look at the key indexes, the S&P 500 has been seeing red consecutively on Thursday and Friday with a weekly decline of about 1.5%. The Dow Jones and Nasdaq have followed similarly and traded lower on Friday with a 0.5% and 1.1% decline respectively. Over here in the UK, the FTSE has also dipped by a large figure of 0.97%, which was the worst weekly decline since October 2020 when the second lockdown was announced. So if we first just look at the FTSE and why it's reacted the way it has, this was mainly due to the news of the UK being at risk of a double dip recession as the economy continued to shrink in November. A forecast by economists polled by Reuters indicated the monthly reading was more modest than the 5.7% contraction due to growth in the manufacturing and construction sectors. So, despite it looking bad in the predictions, and yes, it has been quite bad in reality, it's not been quite as bad as what was anticipated. But what does the economy look like moving forwards? Are there any positive bits of news that could help the economy? Well, as national lockdowns are supposed to be lifted in March, we can be hopeful that this rather long and strict lockdown could potentially help control the spread of the virus. On top of this, Paul Dales, chief UK economist at the consultancy Capital Economics, indicated that the economy has built up a fair bit of immunity to lockdowns. Furthermore, in the previous podcast, we've mentioned the lack of financial support for small UK businesses and retailers. Well, I'm really glad to say that the UK businesses have recently won the right to insurance payouts for losses made due to the pandemic. Under the recent ruling, hundreds of thousands of policyholders can claim insurance payouts for their COVID-19 related losses. On Friday, the country's top court ruled that business interruption policies provided cover against the pandemic and the government lockdown measures. This is really, really good news as Previously, the retailers and businesses which had struggled the most during Tier 5 are receiving some support. Now, if we look across the pond to what's happening with the US stock indices, let's look at some of the factors which are being detrimental to their progress. Well, one of the main reasons is the new $1.9 trillion economic rescue plan that was introduced by President-elect Joe Biden in order to pump money into the economy and provide some stimulus. Well, you may be thinking that it's slightly counterintuitive that this should have a negative effect on the indices. But there are a couple of things to say about that. Firstly, it may have already been priced into the index as the Democrats had been very clear about their plans for extra stimulus prior to last week. Moreover, the investors are very aware of the slight Democratic majority in both the Senate and Congress. So they're worried that it might not be that easy for President-elect Joe Biden to pass the bill which he wants to pass or perhaps not with the immediacy with which he wants it passed. Moreover, with the ongoing impeachment process of Donald Trump coupled with COVID concerns, it seems that investors are not hopeful of the stimulus package getting through Congress for now. But other asset classes are experiencing some positive feedback. Even though we've seen that tech stocks have fallen, the price of commodities and shares in machinery manufacturers has increased with oil prices reaching above $55. The additional federal support has also caused debt to rally. 
Furthermore, many analysts expect an increase in debt issuance and further inflation. This may lead to an increased interest rate much earlier than expected. And then speaking of interest rates, the banks have recently been allowed to resume their their share buyback scheme. So I'm just going to talk a little bit more about what that means. Earlier in March, US banks voluntarily halted their share repurchases as the pandemic threatened a steep recession and huge loan losses. And the banks have naturally been wary of that since the 2008 financial crash. Hence, a strong end to 2020 has allowed America's top banks to buy back more than 10 billion of their shares in the first quarter alone. The European Central Bank has permitted the strongest banks to resume paying dividends from 2021, with JP Morgan authorizing a 30 billion buyback program and Morgan Stanley with a slightly more modest $10 billion buyback program. Well, what kind of implications can we expect on the financial markets and specifically the bank themselves? Well, bank stocks are soaring, to be quite frank. JP Morgan's share price shot up 5.4% in the after-hours trading the moment the company authorised a buyback program. As more banks are buying back their own shares, their share price has rallied since the Fed's announcement. We can expect to see the banks to do well going forwards, In 2020, trading and investment banking have been of great importance for banks as the pandemic greatly increased debt issuance and deal-making and it is expected the first quarter should reflect that. For some of the listeners who may not be aware about why share buybacks can influence stock prices, I will just go over that quickly now. So when a firm buys back their shares, it can be said that the supply of shares that's available on the secondary market falls. So naturally with supply and demand, there is a greater demand for the existing shares earnings per share is the earnings of the firm divided by the total number of outstanding stocks. So as the earnings per share increases, the value of each stock also increases as that gets priced in. Furthermore, since investors expect share price to rise, it fuels even more momentum and the purchases of the stocks increase. As ever, I'll catch you next time. We've got some really great guests lined up for you guys, but I don't want to spoil any of that. Um, So enjoy the rest of your weeks. Well, guys, that's the roundup. I hope you enjoyed it. I hope you found it informative and not too boring to listen to. We do have more guests coming on the show, like we had Clement last week, who put all this kind of market knowledge into a portfolio construction point of view. I don't want to give away any surprises yet, but the next one will be equally as if not more informative and exciting. So have a great week and catch you next time.